Hey, Upper East Siders. Welcome to XOXO, a Gossip Girl podcast. We're your hosts. I'm Amanda. And I'm Kristen. And we're here to talk about episode four, season one. (laughs) (laughs) Not how people say things. This is still the most professional podcast you'll ever listen to. That's right, boo. Oh, Oh, yes. So we're here and we're gonna chat about the fourth episode in the first season of Gossip Girl. So if you haven't seen the first three episodes and haven't listened to our first three episodes. Which is way more important. Absolutely. Um, (laughs) Like, please go and listen. Go and listen. We'll we'll still be here. (laughs) We were gonna say the same thing (laughs) because that's how in touch Amanda and I are. We're we're literally wearing the same color. It's very bizarre and we do not, we do not live with one another. No, we didn't plan it. In fact, live like considerably far away from one another and we're wearing the exact same shade of like royal blue living it's very interesting uh how are you doing amanda i'm good i'm just like very concerned about the noise my cup i know was making. i know as like she's got water and as per usual i have coffee like as is my live stream That's, um yeah. and i'm really worried that i'm gonna make a lot of gulping noises and it's gonna so. be like Slurp City. For those those of you into ASMR, that might be real appealing, but... I, I gotta tell you, this is not an, like, what is ASMR podcast, but yes. what is ASMR? Like, I, it's just, like, noises? Just noises. It's, like, it's noises that are, like, really specific, so, like, you're getting really close and everything around you otherwise would be really silent but like everything's magnified. And some people, it's done on really like professional microphones and done in a, such a way where like you're, you're only hearing those sounds. So some people find it to be like really soothing and whatever, and I find it to be like, and this is no offense to anybody doing ASMR because like you do you and that's amazing that like that is a thing that's happening and that's going viral and all that jazz and that's yeah, helping girl. people. But I don't find it to be relaxing. I find it to be very off-putting. <laughs> yeah, that's uh, kind of the vibe I get, but I'm also like a judgmental asshole so that could be why I think it's weird um also that's another thing that I don't get Mm -hmm. those oh god what are they called the videos where you just watch people eat like a ton of food oh my god I don't remember what the genre is either I was just talking about this one name it's like yeah moom moom I don't even remember I don't even remember but yes it's it's like zaboomafoo but exactly (laughs) it's basically no it's a weird genre of YouTube that exists that's out there uh that people are really into so like you go girl that's making millions of dollars eating stuff on camera yeah do you boo you found a a calling honestly it really helps the fat like fast food industry i know I i don't watch those videos but i know every time i watch like Gilmore Girls, I really <gasps> want to go to a diner. Or, and I typically or, order or diner. Whenever <laughs> they're doing the movie nights and there's Chinese food, instantly want Chinese food. Absolutely. Yeah. So instantly. So this is apparently now our Gilmore Girls uh, podcast. <laughs> We're the Gilmore We're Girls. Gilmore Girls. <laughs> We're the Gilmore Girls. Uh, the podcast also named after the TV show mimicking Gilmore Guys. Exactly. Uh, so, you know, this has gotten real deep. Uh, but we are actually here to talk about Gossip, Gossip Girl. Um, which we are both very big fans of, which you should know because you should have listened to the rest of our podcast That's by right. now. That's right. We've seen all the episodes. It has, though, been a while since we've watched this series yes, yes. all the way through. It has been. Um, though I am most familiar with season one, so I'm really interested for when we get past season one Yeah. Uh, because those seasons are the ones that I remember way less. These episodes still still are like considerably fresh in my mind after years of not watching, but... 
They're still fun to watch. completely agree with you. Yeah, I remember a lot of these episodes. Yeah, it's interesting. So it's a killer. I think that's a testament to, like, so far, so we're like, you know, we're on episode four. How are you enjoying the first season so far? I'm into it. I'm into it, too. Like, I understand why I got so into it, because, like, even just after episode one, I was hooked. Yeah. Yeah. I completely, yeah, because the first episode does a great job of, like, sucking you in, and then Mm -hmm. all these other episodes... Just like they only keep add you on to par, yeah, yeah. They keep on par, and I also like watching like these types of shows, like teen dramas, like yes. as an adult. Yes, it's a very interesting. Oh, time. the CW TV shows, such a specific kind of show. Yeah, and here we are. <laughs> yes, <laughs> we oh, are here. Oh my gosh! So this episode starts with one of my favorite things that will happen a couple more times throughout Gossip Girl, which is the Audrey Hepburn scene. Oh my god. Where Blair is Audrey? Yes. Oh, I love it. Do you like that that's a thing that they do from time to time? I do. Yeah. I kind of do like it. I think, because, I mean, not only does Blair want to be Audrey Hepburn uh-huh. in Breakfast, Breakfast, you know, that, that famous movie. That yes. you should be very familiar with. Yes. <laughs> uh, not only does she love that movie, but she, and Audrey Hepburn herself, but, like, she looks like her. She does, yeah. They do a really good job of making her look exactly like Audrey Hepburn. Exactly. Oh, it's alarming. And I think it only adds to, like, this really, like, glamorous, fictionalized life that, like, Blair sees for herself. Like, of course that's, like, her idol, and, like, of course that's her movie. You know what I mean? Exactly, yeah. Like, what is more glamorous or, like, kind of rep- representing the upper class than that movie. Than that movie. Yeah. It, it, like, just, because Holly in the movie is always, mm-hmm. like, look, she's not rich, but she always, like, she aspires to be rich, and mm-hmm. another trait about her character is she's, like, super powerful and, like, yes. really speaks her mind and, like, mm-hmm. doesn't really care about other people's feelings, which I guess, like, not, like, not that she should. Yes. But you know what I mean? Like, she's looking out for herself. Like, she's looking out for number one, yeah. and that's kind of how... Blair is. Yes, it's 100% how Blair is. Oh, I feel like it's only fitting. And I also like, like, it's cheesy, but it's also, it's just, like, fun to watch. It is fun. (laughs) It is fun. And it actually does serve a purpose in the episode. Like, it does, what I really like about this episode is that it does a really good job of setting up that even though Blair and Serena now are not feuding at this point, that they are on pretty, pretty good terms considering with one another, that Blair still has a giant amount of insecurity against Serena. Like, that Serena, while she loves her, and she clearly does love her, even though they have this weird relationship, um, very weird relationship, as Amanda rolls her eyes and flips her hair. Um, Yeah, it's so weird. Um, It does a really good job of setting up that, like, she feels very much in the shadow next to Serena, that there is clearly a lot going on in that relationship and that power dynamic. (sighs) This is also the episode of The Lost Weekend. Which, like, go, honestly, like, go fuck yourselves, you dumb, ign- I was gonna call so them ignorant dumb. sluts, but you know what I mean? Oh like, my god, yeah. They are not sluts, that's not what I meant, but, like, they are all just the worst. Like, oh, Ivy Week was so stressful, mm, I'm just gonna go, like, get all these exactly. strippers and, like, play poker in the Exactly, the room. only way that I can get over this is by playing basketball with all of my bros while we all share the same call girls. I, it's so gross. Like, Chuck says that literal line where he's like, the only girls that you'll have, like, the only girls that you see for the next couple days are the ones that I paid for. So weird. So, so gross. bizarre. Uh, that is so strange to me. 
I mean, that is not something that I'd ever be interested in. I don't know if that's a thing that men are genuinely interested in, but, like... On the Emory side, you... Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, that's true. (laughs) Again, in case, like, you didn't catch this, uh, Amanda does live on the Upper East Side right now. This is true. Yeah. And, like, while I will say it's hashtag not all men, I roll, it is, (laughs) like, such a... Like, okay... So, my roommate is a woman who likes dudes and Mm -hmm. will go on Tinder and we meet the, we meet, we, because I'm also there too. Yeah, (laughs) she's in the corner like with one of those newspapers that's got like a little hole cut out where she can like see it's a spy one. (laughs) So, she'll like be talking, she'll be like, yeah, I'm talking to this dude and like, he'll be like the broiest bro and like, there's this one guy who she like has been talking, like, not talking to, like, dating, but, like, literally just talking to them. Yeah. I don't know if they've ever met up okay. yet. Okay, yeah. Um, and he is, like, classic bro finance Upper East Side oh, no. tool. Would be at this party. Like, would actually be in an episode of Gossip Girl. Like, goes to <sighs> Vegas and, like, like literally, like, wins 20 grand and, like, spends the 20 grand, like, oh, in Vegas. God. And, like, Dear Lord. sends, like, v- just, like, random di- dick pics, like, all the time. Like, could Ooh. you, like, di- have we gotten there in technology to where dudes are like, wait, if I point this camera exactly. like, oh, my, <laughs> my God, penis. so stupid. Uh, so men are like that. I don't, not oh, not all men, but... Yes. Y- yes, but there, there is, there are, there is a population of these, these men Oh, that's so weird. It's so gross. So, so gross. Uh, This is also the first episode that we see uh, Carter Basin, uh, who I now, you know, it's funny because, like, now I judge Carter Basin less because, in case you guys don't know, that actor is uh, Bucky in in the uh, Marvel Universe now, in the the Captain America movies and Civil War and all that jazz. Uh, And so now I have a loving spot for him in my mind, but, oh, my God, is he awful in this episode. We're gonna jump, like, just make a quick little hop over to fashion real quick. Like, oh, that oh my God. stupid white boy, like, oh, yes. hideous hi- hoodie that all, like, I'm a hippie. The striped one, yeah, exactly. Like, yeah, every yeah. person who's, like, 22 and, like, in college and is, like, a white dude, like, yeah, exactly. fucking has. Has it. Mm-hmm. It makes me want to eat my own eyeballs. Oh, like, my God. It makes it makes me think of one of my ex-boyfriends, and that's the perfect picture. <laughs> the perfect picture. <laughs> Yes, Amanda's laughing because she knows who I'm talking about. Uh, but this is like the actual picture, the yeah, no, actual little. <laughs> uh, if you're listening to this, XOXO. Um, love you, mean it. Love you. So yeah, no, he, it's just. It like, is no. It paints a really no. It actually does paint. It's a really because again, fashion is really important in the series. Yeah. And that instantly before Carter Basin or anybody says anything about Carter Basin, that gives an instant picture of who he is in comparison. Like they don't even have to call him the rogue, and you instantly look at him and you're like, okay, he's in the setting, so he must know people. But something's going on. Yes. And he also, like, he's he talks like he's so classically like, I was this life. And then yeah. I realize, like, uh, life is so much bigger than all this. But he talks about it like he knows everything. And yes. it's like, you are still this person. Like, I just need yep. you to know that you are absolutely still the same person and you <sighs> haven't changed and, like, you're not helping people. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah. It's awful. No, it's really, it's very, very awful. And on the topic of fashion... Just because it's it's one of my favorite outfits that ever happens in the entirety of Gossip Girl. Damn, Daniel. What? Chuck's basketball outfit 
Do you recall? Do you recall? Okay. Please, please okay. tell the people and so remind me. He is wearing a tank top mm-hmm. that has tiny crowns all over it. It's navy blue, if I'm remembering correctly. And it has tiny little crowns all over it, very patterned. And he's wearing a sweatband around his forehead and on both of his wrists. You're right. Yes. yes. And like literally the thing that makes this so outrageous is that everyone else is just wearing t-shirts and shorts. And he is wearing the most outrageous tank top. Guys, we will post a picture on Instagram of his outfit. Yes. It's a lot. I urge you to go and remind yourself because if there has ever been a fashion don't that has ever come out of Gossip Girl, oh my god. I'm it's brilliant. looking it up. She's Googling I it. I have to just... Season one basketball. Yes! It literally, it literally pops up. up. Oh my... It's awful! It's so awful! It's the worst thing. Am I correct in that it's like navy blue with crowns Your on navy, it? Navy blue, blue crowns. And then it also has like these yellow stripes. Just Oh like, yes! I forgot about the yellow stripes! I, it's the most awful thing I've ever seen. I'm kind of living for it, but... <laughs> That's just me. Um, In comparison to everyone else, though, literally no one else is wearing is like wearing this, that at is all. wearing any sort of like lavish basketball outfit. And then like he goes, and it's like, oh, it's just brilliant. I it, this is an outfit that you would that anyone who doesn't ever move or exercise mm-hmm. wears. Like they're like, this is what people wear. Yeah, this is what people do, right? They, like, just, like, if it's a girl, it's just a girl in, like, everything Lululemon. Yes, exactly. <laughs> yep, yep, totally. But, like, Lululemon was not a thing here, so they no. couldn't possibly do that. But it's so, like, yeah, this is, like, what people wear. Exactly. Fresh prints. Like, I don't know. Yeah, like, no, 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 that's exactly what it is. Oh, uh, it's so, uh, I just needed to point it out, guys, because it... I, to this day, can remember this outfit. What? Oh, no. Amanda's so, reaching across the table. So I just, so I clicked on a picture on, you know, when you, like, Google image search uh-huh. something. Yeah. And then it gives you, like, maybe, like, a little blurb from the blog. Mm-hmm. The sentence goes, <laughs> oh, the website is mojotastic.dreamwith.org. It goes, pretty much the best outfit ever seen on television, ever. <laughs> OMG, look at it. Like, <laughs> oh, my God. She's with us. She's with us on this one. Thanks, Mojo. Oh, my God. Oh, I live, Lord. I breathe, everything is great. Yeah, you're welcome for that one. So, again, we'll post that on Instagram, so follow us at XOXOPod. Yeah. Correct? On Instagram? Yes. On Instagram? I know that's us on Twitter, so go and follow us both places right now. Just do it. Just do it. We'll tell you the same thing at the end. We will, so don't worry. If you've forgotten, we gonna remind you. That's right. That's right. Um, can we also talk about how we get introduced to Blair's new mommy? Oh, yeah! For any of you who don't remember, episode one, the actress that plays Blair's mom is not the same as the one we get now. No. Uh, but this one's much better. I mean, to be fair, we didn't see we much didn't of see her. We didn't see much from We didn't see much of her. Not throwing shade towards that actress. I'm sure she's great. But this one... Knocks it out of the ballpark as as, as Blair's, Blair's mom. mom, and she looks so much like her too. She looks so perfect. It's creepy. Like she's she's like the boss. Like she 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 instantly gives you that like sense that she's powerful. You know, like yeah. from her look, from her tone of her voice, from everything. Like a brilliant casting choice, I think. Like a really really strong. And she's also in the movie Independence Day. For anybody wondering, hey, she is. She is. Dang. Yeah, she's in the movie Independence Day. She plays um uh one of the people's ex-wives it's not the president's ex-wife it's somebody's ex-wife though okay. 
uh, on the show uh, in the movie, uh, if I remember correctly. But she is in it, and she and what's alarming is that she looks way younger, but also still exactly the same. Uh, but we do. What are your What are your impressions? Do you agree with uh, with Eleanor? Um, I so my sentence, like my first note, is Blair has a new mommy who's just as judgmental about her eating habits as her old mommy. Like, yeah. it's so shady when she like comes down the stairs and Serena's there and she picks up a croissant and she's like, I feel like a low fat yogurt would be. Yeah, better. you might want to. Uh, you might want to eat that low fat fat yogurt before you tuck into that. I remember she uses the word tuck, tuck into, in. and for whatever reason, that like hurts. It that hurts. It's painful. Oh Honestly. my gosh! She, at the same, you know what? At the same time, though, let me ask you: Do you, what do you think Eleanor's intentions are? Because we talk a lot about like I think Nate's dad doesn't really care about Nate very much. No. I think Lily cares about Serena. What do you feel about uh, Eleanor? I feel like she's in the middle. Uh -huh. She's she's not Lily. Mm -hmm. Like she's I don't think. Because I honestly feel like Lily would be, like, wants her kids to, like, fit into this social circle, but okay, also yes. would be okay if they didn't. Like, she would she would get over it. She like, would get over it eventually, yes. 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 I don't think that Blair's mom is the same mm -hmm. way, but I do feel like Blair's mom, like, really cares yeah. about Blair. She's shitty at it, but she can't. Yes, I agree. Because my whole thing was, like, obviously a lot goes down in this episode. And, like, Eleanor does make some, like, questionable, like, you know, not great moves in this episode. For sure. Yeah, she's like, pretty much not great. To say, to say the least. But there are a couple of, like, really touching scenes where, like, you know, she tucks Blair into bed, whatever. And, like, she does genuinely not seem to, like, want to hurt Blair's feelings. But, like, but at the end of the day, she also seems to care more about her business than she does Blair for sure yes I would be curious to know what her background like what her childhood yeah. was like yeah because I kind of feel like she has this sense of like I'm her mother so I can tell her the truth yes kind yes. of a thing yeah except she doesn't tell her the truth like spoiler oh, like no she like <laughs> pretends to tell her the truth and then doesn't yeah, so she, I'm her family, so I'm allowed to be harsh. Yes, is kind of the vibe that I get. Yeah, from definitely time. with the body, with the with everything. Yeah, wait, with her whole just like, yeah, everything. Yeah, everything about Blair. Yes, is yep. very harshly criticized by her mother. But she also they have these moments of like, like like real mother daughter moments. Yes, I know? do agree. I think they have some of the best scenes of of like actual conversation and at the same time we have been given this this preface of that she, Eleanor has also just gone through something like she has just gotten divorced with her husband who left her for another man yep. so like that can't be easy either no um but at the same time she doesn't seem to always she seems like she wants to be a good mother but she do, has no idea how to be a good mother yeah. and she's got so much else going on that it's like that's gonna fall to the wayside. Yes, exactly. Yeah. She's not only is she trying to be a mom, but she's trying to like really grow her business. And I feel like yeah. that is taking a lot more precedence, especially because there is no husband. And I wonder if she's another one of like she I think there's a big thing in this episode where obviously she like they go on this whole thing of where they're trying to pick a model and Blair comes up and she's like, Blair, she's like you know, she is basically me. She was my first dress form, and she was my first whatever. And that, to me, feels a little bit like she's treating Blair like an object. Like, she, oh, yeah. where, like, Blair, she wants Blair to be her, but there still is this sense of, like, 
not that she doesn't care what Blair wants, but like that like Blair is hers for the molding sort of deal, you know? Yeah, very similar similarly to how Nate. Yeah, dad yeah, is. similar but different. But different, but yes, different. Because yeah. I don't think we get or maybe will ever get like that sort of backstory that we they won't delve into no. Nate's dad. No psyche and their relationship like they will with like Lily or yes. Blair's mom. Yes. Like it's yep. just not gonna happen. He's nope. like not that important. Like we don't like him. No, <laughs> we don't like him. So uh, I yeah, that that was the end of my point. Yeah. What do you how do you feel about Eleanor's designs though? Okay, like, I love how they are like, we need, like, a young, fresh face. Yeah. And it's, like, the oldest fucking the silhouette. Oldest, the oldest silhouette that has ever been silhouetted. It oh. is so, like, not of this time and yeah. so much for, like, 35 to 50-year-old yeah, women. Yeah, and it's so prim and pro. Like, they, they, they make all these things, like, and the photographer says awful things about Blair also, as a side I note. know. He says really, and I will say that Eleanor, I notice that Eleanor does defend her on all all counts when the photographer says stuff. Like, she doesn't, she, when at the moment that he starts, like, insulting Blair, she cops right back at him. But, at the same time, he's saying all these things, like, she's, like, stiff and prim and whatever. You have her in a dress that is prim and proper, that is, like, kind of the high fashion the like you can't really move in that dress yeah no it's a very like 1950s classic yes maybe like 40s fashion history is not my major but like you know yeah. classic <laughs> silhouette yeah of like stiff oppressed women yes like, correct no it really is with like the the headpiece yes that, like so, sort of veiled headpiece and like uh yeah and, and they're like be a tiger i know and then however then when they get to Serena's, it's that floral print, and that I love. I love the, like, floral print yes. that they put in at the end, and that's completely different from what they had Blair in, and of course you can move in that one. Like, yeah. that one's way different. It's a completely different cut. It's a completely different pattern. It's, yeah. like, all these, and so they treat it really, like, night and day, and it's like, it's, oh, my the God. The only young people, I feel like, who would want to wear what Blair wears in that photo are people who, like, only wear like retro designs. Yes. Yeah. So that's who you'd be catering to if you're trying to cater to young people. But yeah. isn't her aren't her designs going up for sale in Barney's? Barney's like they're not yeah. shopping there. No. They're shopping at Mod Cloth. Yeah, that's literally <laughs> I was gonna say. Like that's the Mod Cloth dough. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It doesn't make I, I, that yeah, thank you for pointing that, bringing that up. Like, because it doesn't make sense. Doesn't to make me. sense at all. No, uh uh-uh. uh. Oh. Though that scene does bring up, like, one of my favorite moments that happens, like, one of the most real Blair moments that I think we've gotten so far, which is when she says to Serena, she really turns to Serena and she's like, help me. Yeah. When she notices the photographer is, like, not happy and that people are saying things and Serena's talking to her or whatever and she's like, help me help me. Mm-hmm. I'm like, that to me was such a, like, powerful moment because, like, you actually, that was one of the few moments where, where Blair really feels like a real person for a moment. Absolutely. Because you actually see that she's, like, she, you can see the disappointment, like, that she's feeling that pressure and, like, she thought she was doing okay and then she's now realized, like, it's not going well. Yeah. It's not going well. Exactly. And, like, and, and it's one of those moments where you do see why she might feel this insecurity against Serena because Serena does, does just jumps into it and nails it. But the thing is, she's mm-hmm. not wearing that outfit. It's true. No, I agree with you. Like, yeah, she nails it. Like, yes. Serena yes. is much better at being, like, a open. free, open, yeah, yeah. person. Mm-hmm. So we get that. Yeah. But, like, I don't even think she could sell that mm-hmm. because 
also like I wouldn't want to buy it even if she was being a tiger or like yeah jumping or doing spice girls dances spice like girls, I exactly. don't think I robo spice whatever they do right uh, I forget <laughs> what it is but they like they're like oh that's cyborg spice to you and she just starts moving like a robot yes because like, yeah, they're talking about the posh spice posh spice yes, yes. Oh, oh my god, god. Oh, so good it was it was funny it was funny it's a good scene it's it, a really good scene but it is it, it, it doesn't make a lot of sense <laughs> no it doesn't make sense at all mm-hmm. like like it's nice clothes but like no no uh, also this is we're circling back a little bit but i just have to talk about this line because it's so 2007 do it do it i'm so ready for it so blair and serena are shopping in the meatpacking district and like dan's finds them because dan's just on a presently again i said the same thing i was like what are the chances that they would be in the same place there's no that there's no reason that they would be in the same place whatsoever. they wouldn't but anyway so they're shopping and like Dan's trying to talk to Serena and Blair goes I'll be at Tory Burch looking at ponchos yes <laughs> <laughs> this is an amazing line oh it's such a good line I'm glad that we went back to that scene though because <laughs> Amanda and I discovered that we had the exact same note written down for this scene because Blair's being such, such a, a bitch, bitch. honestly <gasps> oh god the things that she says to Dan really are absolutely horrible. Uncalled for. Uncalled for, unforgivable. Like, oh gosh. She treats him just like he is the the ant underneath her shoe. Yes. Like, oh God. She, and she makes that, she makes that joke too about where she's like, do I smell like ham and pork? (laughs) Yes. And I'm like, Girl, I don't know that I even could point out those smells for you right now if, if you were holding the sandwich right next to me. These smells feel very specific. Also, you've never eaten a ham Also, before. you've never... Exactly. So, it's like, this a jealous, like, thing that's happening right now? It's so like, strange. That's... That's... I don't get it. No. No. But she says some really mean, really, really mean things to Dan. And to me, Serena does not... Um, respond to them the way that I would hope that she would like she doesn't she's not like Blair like or like you scold Blair in any sort of way you know she's just like that's how Blair that's is that's how Blair is kind of like yeah. how she leaves like with Chuck and she's like that's just how Chuck is he just like sexually assaults women exactly like really casual <laughs> Blair just totally disrespects everybody who's not at the same level as her like that's exactly. just how this world and works and even people that are at the same level of that oh god yeah this was just a this was a roll me mean 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 scene though i will give dan credit i think dan at this point is the only one who sees how fucked up blair and serena's friendship is yeah he's the only one who has his eyes open and he points it out all the time where he's like i don't really understand why you're friends with her but okay serena's like we just are (laughs) yeah exactly like there's even a moment where she's like she's like this is our first outing together alone and dan goes oh and she goes oh and like it's like Okay, so why aren't more people in Catching on, on to the like, fact that, like, y'all should not They be don't friends. belong together. They've done such horrible things. And again, at the end of the day, I'm a really big lover of their friendship. Like, they have a, a lot of really amazing moments that, have, that will happen, that are to come. Oh, but it is... The, it makes no sense, unfortunately. It doesn't, but I honestly also feel like they are better... It's better for everybody when they're friends. You yes. know what I mean? Oh, yeah. When they're feuding. It's not good. It's bad. Yeah. It's, bad. it's real bad. It's and, like, bad. like, even if Serena were to be, like, or Blair, it would never happen with Blair, but even if they were, like, Serena was, like, yeah, I'm back, but, like, 
like have these new friends now like she you wouldn't actually yes. have that sit down conversation yes, exactly but like if they there would never be a moment where you can just like part amicably and like you know yeah. like the waves wash over yeah. you know what I mean like you can't yep. just like separate because totally you agree. have to like see her every day so and like uh, she would like fucking torture you and yeah, your new friends exactly, exactly. so it's probably just better yeah, for you to yep. be friends with her yeah. at least until you like go away to brown no I agree I totally agree there's a, a quick note that I do want to touch on in this scene. In this, uh, in that scene, Serena is wearing a pair of like beige boots that are like thigh length. I want to say, yes. and I want to say very upfront that I bought a pair of boots in that year that looked very similar to them from Steve Madden. I remember I got them for Christmas, and like I only threw them out about a year ago. I owned them for many, many years, and like Style icon. very. I would be completely lying if I said that it wasn't entirely to copy Serena from this scene. Living for it. Living for it. There are so many... Yeah, like, I think the the whole reason in high school why I started dressing... Which is funny, because I don't like this character now. I started dressing really Blair-like. Really Blair-like? Yeah. Really? I, like, wore port pearls. Like, please, this is Did not you? me now. Yes. Oh, my God, yeah, this is not... Amanda is very... <laughs> Amanda's very, like... You're pretty boho, and you're pretty, you're pretty, uh, you're a little all over the board, but you are not pearls, definitely. No. That is not, that is not one section, though, that you're really in. No, not at all. I would no. describe my style as eclectic. Um, yeah, as eclectic. <laughs> just like, that's hmm. me, too. Like, I feel like that's what everybody, nobody wants to nobody, ever admit that No labels ever. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, I had my, I stuck my nose, nose up. Nose up, yeah. We making fun of ourselves for sure. For sure. Um, yeah. But yes, that that is me now and that is my true self. But yeah. back then, I, you know, like in high school, you just like yeah. try a bunch of new things. Yeah. Because um, you have like clothes and stuff. But yep. I literally, I there, my favorite outfit to wear mm-hmm. was, it was like, I kind of maybe would wear this now, kind of, but mm-hmm. not really. I've changed a little bit. I had like a black turtleneck. Okay. And I would wear it tucked in to a black, like, skirt. You know, like, those poofy skirts that were kind of in yes, back then? Yes, 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 yes. Like, ruffled, like, the tiered, are you talking about? Not the tiered. No, this was not tiered time, but okay. I did own those. Oh, <laughs> I know what you're talking I do know what sort of style you're talking about. Yes. So it was like okay. that, and it was black, and then had these, like, um, like, white squares, kind of? Okay, but they were, like, okay. they weren't, like, block squares. Basically, it was, like, white splotches. Okay, got like it. Black and, like, white splotches, black tights, and, like, black flats, and so then, like, pearls. Blair. <laughs> so Blair! No, and a headband. How, and a headband. That's really... You know, I feel like everybody that watched Gossip Girl tried the headband trend at least once. Yeah. Like, at least once. For it. me, they didn't look good with my bangs. So, even though I actually had hair back then that looked more like Blair's than my hair even does now. Yeah. Like... I, the headbands just didn't look good on me, and I could tell real instantly that they didn't look good on me, and so I was like, all right, we abandoned in this. Um, but no, that's an outfit that I could see you modifying now to, like, still do it. Like, sans pearls. Sans um, pearls, pretty much. Yeah. Maybe you had some, like, really high stripper heels. I like, to be honest, if I could, this is, now let's become a podcast about my fashion sense. If I, I could. I mean, any Gossip Girl podcast would be a little bit about your fashion sense. This is true. Yeah. <laughs> I honestly gravitate, like, if I could have a wardrobe. That's just all black. I would do it. Are you? Yeah. That's like that is my aesthetic. But I also not that I dislike color, but mm-hmm. I love kind of having like a uniform every day. And that's okay. like your like, ar- that's like your like your not 
army. What is it called? Armor. Armor. <laughs> armor. Oh, that's your it's army. Like, that's my army. Yeah, that's your army. <laughs> and you could just, like, have a shield against the world. And, like, that. And I also, like, have a black deep heart soul, you know. But <laughs> deep heart soul. I don't know what a that was. deep heart soul. <laughs> if you're looking for one of them deep heart souls, you got to hit up Amanda. That's right. My number is. <laughs> my number is. Quickly, let me just give you my social. Um, <laughs> but so That's so interesting to me because I feel like I see you in color all the time. And I definitely am not that way. <laughs> my, my, I'm definitely like all, I love color. I love, I love, and don't get me wrong, I really love black as well. But like, I definitely am like, I love the patterns and the, and the, the more, I do love the more eclectic sort of. I would say to this day, I still dress more like Serena. You do. Like, yes. I definitely dress very Serena. Uh, also very Blake Lively because like my obsession with Blake Lively because guys. like she's a style icon she is my everything it's effortless uh, before we started recording we were looking at Blake Lively and Ryan Reynolds like casually on Instagram uh, it's oh, it's fine it's fine whatever um, but yeah it's this show this this show really did influence I feel like a lot of people's fashion and definitely the fashion at the time. For sure. Oh, there are yeah. definitely some trends. Like, tr to be totally honest, the, the colored tights thing was a thing for a little while, and I think that was directly off of Gossip Girl. I think you're right. Yeah. I did own, like, a nice pair of, like, I had, like, purple tights. Yes. I had, like, hunter yeah. green Yes, tights. absolutely. Yeah, those, like, sort of, like, not going quite as bright as they did. They, like, ventured to do. That they I know, they basically were, like, do. neon Yeah, tights. they were neon all the time. Um, But it definitely affected things. So, fashion. Huge. Huge people. Huge. Uh, it was huge. Also, if this existed now, if Gossip Girl was going on now, I'm convinced that Carter Bazin would be a viral YouTuber, like a travel YouTuber. He would right? be that right? dude. He right? would have, like, like the 360 GoPro yes. camera. Like, he would be a much douchier, and I really love Fun for Louis, so don't get me wrong, but he would be, like, a Fun for Louis, but, like... That's disingenuous. The yeah, the <laughs> douchebag. That's disingenuous. I really love Fun for Louis. Louis, if you listen to this, hey. Come uh, on the show. Come on the show. I know you really love Gossip Let's Girl. Let's watch Gossip Girl. Um, no, but he would be. He would definitely be, like, a travel vlogger, and he would have a large following because he is attractive, and, like, he's good at faking, like... The soulfulness. Yeah, he'd be like, look at these people. Yeah. Like, exactly. pumping water out of a well. Like, exactly. how sad. Exactly. How sad. You know, I used to be from a tragic background of money and, and greed and, like, all this. Right. Yeah. And then, like, I the next vlog, he'd be, right. like, partying in Ibiza or exactly. something. Exactly. Yeah, literally. Oh, my God. Yeah, that was just a thought that I had. I, I'm, I'm convinced that he would be a viral YouTuber. You're so right. Yeah. And he would have, like... This isn't cool anymore, but he would have had a hoverboard. Yes! Oh my god, he would have. Now he would have sure. a boosted board. Yes, he would. Yes. Like 300%. He'd have a light-up shoot. Oh my god. Gag me. <sighs> the internet. Am I right, the people? The internet. Um, also, one of my favorite things happens in this episode, which is the nickname Cabbage Patch for Dan. Oh my god, yeah. <laughs> Cabbage Patch, I think, is actually a great nickname. He honestly looks like a Cabbage Patch he kid. Does. He does. So it makes sense so in that respect. Yeah. And also, like, he's a bitch baby, so. Yeah. I also think it's one of the <laughs> nicest things that Blair ever calls him. Yeah. <laughs> Considering it's one of the nicest things. Yeah, I would completely agree with you. Ah. <sighs> oh, my God. I was, <laughs> my for the third act, my first note is, 
Rufus is having a hard time letting go. Because, like, both of his kids are like, nah, dad, I'm busy. Nah, Shut dad, up. bye. Pretty much. And he's like, oh, okay. <laughs> oh my god, Rufus. What what a guy. What a uh, guy. Also, who in the world is named Bex? Have you in- ever encountered a Bex before? A J- B-E-Z-K-S. No. Bex? Because that's the name of the girl that hits on Rufus. Bex? Bex. Bex. Isn't... Just call yourself Rebecca. Exactly. <laughs> Bex. Be- I think it's B-E-X. I could Bex? be wrong. Bex. Who is named? I don't know. I actually really like that actress. I thought she was, like, kind of cute. And, like, oh, yeah, I was, right. like, And I was like, oh, you're a good actress. Like, she played a good little, like, a good little role where she did a good job of, like, hitting on Rufus, but I wasn't like, oh, this is really uncomfortable. Like, she did right. a good job. Um, and he did a good job of, like, setting up the fact that, like, you know, this is one of Alice's paintings and whatever, and, like, Allison's an artist, etc. He's not willing to date yet. Um, but I was really, really, really stuck on name backs. And also the painting that she picks out, which is Allison's painting, uh, is one of those paintings that I'll never understand. <laughs> like, even I, a theater major, considerably artistic, it's one of those paintings that I look at and I'm like, nope, I don't get it. Here's, the, like, I'm for that art, but I love when, I think, doesn't she say, like, this is really special? And yeah. And it's like, she's is like, it really she's special? Like, she's like... This is a really special piece, and I don't think it'll be here for long. And I was like, also, how many paintings a day is Rufus selling? I don't think that many. Yeah, I don't it's think an art gallery, many. bitch. No one's buying anything. I don't anything. think many. I don't think many. I really don't. Uh, yeah, I, you know what? And I again, really support art and all that sort of stuff, but it is one of those paintings that I think is just too complex for me, and I'm like, I don't really get it. No. I just don't get it. To me, it just looks like a bunch of splatters. I'm sorry to whoever actually painted that painting, but... And, like... That art has its place, but I cannot sit here and be like, very, like, very unique piece. Yeah. yeah. I wouldn't go that far. Nope. Nope, nope, nope. Call us ignorant. <laughs> <laughs> but that's my opinion on that. Oh my god. I love, okay, so now we get to the point where it's like, we're doing a pub crawl of all five girls. <gasps> I'm like, that would literally kill me. Yes. <laughs> I would be dead. <laughs> okay, so a couple weekends ago was Amanda's birthday. Oh my god. Amanda's birthday. And I unfortunately was not able to attend. I literally felt like came home from a photo shoot and like fell asleep, dead asleep. That's okay. Yeah. You work hard for that money. Oh, thank you. Uh, but like literally she, I asked because they were, you were doing a pub crawl pretty much. You were pretty doing much. like a bar hopping. Yeah. Like a bar hopping sort of situation. And you had like five, I think, planned. It was like four or five planned Bars. Yeah, and how many did you end up going to? Oh, just a casual two. <laughs> just a two. Just Which, a two. to me, sounds like a great night. Don't get me wrong. I cannot imagine ever doing bar hopping, a pub crawl, whatever, through all the boroughs. Again, guys, these are not spots that take just a second to get from one to the other. No, this would be forever. I, like, they're yeah. starting at night, too. And yes. I'm like... This would you'd be have to start. You'd have to start at like six, guys. Yeah, like you gotta start in the daytime. You gotta start in the daytime. Get that day drink on, Just and wait. then like maybe that okay, and like maybe you end in like your same borough, so like you can go to sleep. But like, <sighs> if anything, you should do it. You should work it like the New York City Marathon. Like start out in Staten Island, <laughs> and then just like work your way around the borough. <laughs> yeah. Because Staten Island's going to be the one that's going to take the slowest to get to. Also, thinking about it now, this didn't occur to me until now, I wouldn't expect Chuck to want to go to all the boroughs. That is so true. I thought the same thing. I'm like, I would literally... What? Wouldn't he find someone to be, like, below him? 
Yeah, like, I don't think he would ever actually go willingly to the Bronx or to Staten Island. No. I think it it would literally go, like, he would really never go to Staten Island, really, and then, like, like, on top of that, it would be Bronx, Queens, Mm -hmm. Brooklyn, and then Manhattan. Like, what... Ay vey. But you know what? I will say that, like, and this this is a ridiculous scene, but Chuck consistently does a really good job, and it's the same thing that I give to Blair, of, like, he calls Nate out on his shit, though. He does does say to Nate, like, is this really what you want? Is this, like, really, like, what is your motivation behind this? Yeah, for real. Like, whatever. And even though they're really different and, like, I'm not supporting Chuck's stuff either, he does a really good job of being like, Nate, like, explain it to me. Explain it to me because this isn't making any sense. Because at least, because something... This I can't even believe I'm saying this, but something that I respect about Chuck Bass da, da, da. is that he knows who he is, yes. which is like a tool. Like yes. he, but he knows it and he lives it and he accepts it and moves the fuck on. Like yes. he, his problem with Carter is that Carter's pretend, uh, trying to be yes. this like no, and guys, he sees I'm a better. Yeah, yeah, because wouldn't with that stupid hoodie yes. honestly oh my god and nate's like no man like because nate is like naive as fuck yeah and he's like no man nate carter is like a good dude and like this is every bro yeah every every bro that's how i hear them yeah he's like you don't know him it's like yeah i yeah, do i do yeah 100 i do how do you think he's like getting money how do you think that he is actually supporting this oh it's so dumb and i love and you know what and chucks points it out from the very beginning he points out that he's doing a facade because he's like he's like yeah he points out the hair gel in carter's hair oh my god do you recall that moment and it's great because it actually instantly shows you that like chuck isn't believing this isn't buying this for a second for a second and he shouldn't and he shouldn't uh and i will say again weird weirdly because chuck does care about nate Chuck does care about people, but it's very specific people, and he does it in a real weird way. Chuck does do a very good job of bailing Nate out of this situation. Um, Yeah. He does. Like, to be fair, when he realizes shit is up, he has Nate's back. Yeah, he comes in and he saves that day. Yeah, and And he's not even upset over the fact that his, like, really, really, like, special baseball, whatever, like, the, the baseball of, was it, like, a Babe Ruth? baseball or something yes i think it yeah. was yeah and it, i mean i all i know is like guys i'm not a sports fan by any means no. but like when he name dropped whoever this was i was like okay so they're really they're a person they're they're a person that is important yes. uh and this would be a really really spe- special like and hard to find piece like even if you had money it would still be hard, hard. to retain yes um and he actually like really does not give nate shit about it no. He says, I've got your back. I'm glad you've realized that, like, you know, that that this was who he is. And, like, now we know for the future sort of deal. Yeah. He is... Chuck is very forgiving. Which he is, is very forgiving. Yeah. One of the few good traits that I find. Yeah. Because I guess, I guess because he's so bad all the time, he hopes that other people maybe will be forgiving of him. This is true. This is true. People always... I, people, I'm sure, have had to bail him out. Yeah. Before, so he like gets it. So yep. I, I appreciate the fact that he is um, returning the favor. Yeah. I have down that Dan is a two D thinker, and I don't remember why that is. I don't remember, but like Dan yeah. is a two D thinker. Oh yeah, no. Overall, no matter that w- what that note was specifically speaking to, he's one hundred percent a two D thinker. Such he, a 2D thinker. which is interesting because they play him as the like really um uh scholarly character, like the really smart guy, and like. Meanwhile, he really doesn't think that outside the box. He's no. really not that, like, creative a guy. 
He's not creative, and he's not. Yeah. He he can't he can't see past the end of his nose. No, he cannot. Yeah, that's the big thing. Is he he kind of is like Blair in that he assumes that when he sees something, he's right about it. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, which is why they should. Which just is date. why they should just date. <laughs> yeah. Which is why they should probably just date. Serena, you can do much better, uh, girlfriend. Yeah, truthfully, uh, when it comes down to it. Um, but yeah, and I think that I think that also just plays into the entire scene. Again, Dan jumps to a conclusion of he sees something happen. He blames Serena, even though he like is into Serena. He instantly kind of blames her. Yeah, he's like, "Why would you do this to you?" Yeah, exactly. And like, I get it. You know, Serena's had to cancel a couple dates. That's annoying for sure. Like, don't get me wrong, that is annoying, but it happens. And like, also, like she she hasn't hurt you. Maybe there's stuff that you don't know. Maybe. Maybe I don't in know. this universe. Maybe there's something maybe, that like, Dan Humphrey doesn't, doesn't know. know. Also, my other thing is, too, and I, like, so I see his frustration in that he's been waiting for Serena forever. Yeah. But it's also like, bitch, you can keep waiting. Yeah. <laughs> Literally. Like, it's not going to hurt. You've been on a single date, still, just one date. And it was, like, a really weird date where you had to go and save your sister. <laughs> so, so, like, maybe we can hold off I a little think bit. Perhaps, and you've also, like, accused Serena of, like, doing shit for, like, three episodes now. So she should be, like, bowing to her pussy exactly. at this point. Like, I'm sorry. <laughs> like, she shouldn't forgive you. You're honestly no, awful. No, you really are truly, uh, really judgmental. And that, that is a thing that, like, I, I really did kind of forget about Dan. And, like... In, in just how judgmental he is. Like, he really is so, so, so judgy. So, thinks that he's in the moral right all the time. All the time. All the time. I'm not here for it. Um, so while we're on it, let's, I guess, just talk about the real, the real dick move that Eleanor makes and all of her people make <laughs> towards Blair. This, this is a moment, yet again, where I do feel bad for Blair. Um, because she is, she is handed a pretty pretty shitty deck of cards. Though again, sorry, I'm going to segue for a second because we talk, we've we talked about this a couple times. They use the word slut again in this episode. So casually. Yep. And again, I, they used it. Uh, where she says, she says uh, in, re- in referring to the new model when Blair is just told by Eleanor that they went with a different model, which Blair takes pretty well. I will give her credit for. I think, I think it's because she just woke up. Because she just woke up, yeah. <laughs> also, whose hair looks that great when they wake up. But anyway. Um, but so she, she says something along the lines of, she's like, you know what? On second thought, you want to go to the set, you know, eat free craft service and whatever, and, uh, make fun of the stupid slut? And I'm like, what? It was weird. What? It's weird. Again, it's just another thing that I really don't think they'd get away with saying it as much as they do if the show were made now. No. Not as much. They would still use it from time to time, but not as much. I think they still would use it, but I feel like they would use, I use it so much more sparingly because it's just yeah. like it's so funny like, yeah yeah because I look at it now and at the time I think I totally accepted it like for what it was because also at that time I think we did use those words much more frequently than we do now um yeah to, absolutely to, and but like it's kind of just unneeded it's like I don't know what do you feel what do you feel tell me I don't feel, like I feel like at that time you had everybody, nobody was, there were no, like, Amy Schumers no. in the public eye. There were no Amber Roses who were, like, really taking back that word. Yeah. And, like, reclaiming it and also being, like, 
women can have as much sex as we want and doesn't yes. mean anything yes. Yes. about our character at all. Right. Because men have been doing it for years and they're still just yep. their first name. Yep. So, Spoiler alert! Like, it, it's it's weird yeah. to me. I yes. don't know. No, it is really and weird. And I'm not trying to be like the PC police. No, I no, 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 that. not at all. Me neither. And I do believe that some, that to a certain degree, I do agree with people when sometimes they're like, it's killing comedy and killing whatever. And like, yes, to a certain degree, sometimes it does. But like, in this, it's just interesting because I'm noticing it so, so, so frequently. Like, I don't think in the past that I would have noticed it or like had a no. second thought about it. And now I'm like, I literally write it down because I'm like, Wow. It just like, it, that it was hits really, you in a it hits weird you differently. Way. Yeah, it hits differently. Because I also now, like, in my life, like, rarely use that that word. Yeah. I rarely call anybody, I don't call anybody slut, and I also, but, like, if yeah. I ever do use that word, I'm like, yeah. I use it, and I say it, like, like, in, in sort of I, the, like, you ignorant slut sort of way, like you did before. <laughs> like you did before. I, I was like, I never use it, and I definitely And you definitely... It. No, 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 but that's different. It is... I do think that it's a, a bit different. It's... It's it's never in the context of, like, I am demeaning a specific woman yes. for their sexual choices or yeah. whatever. Like, I don't think about it in the same way as Blair is saying it. I yeah. say, like, I'm like, oh, girl, you stupid slut. Or, you know, I don't e- not even, I don't even say that. Or, like, no. yeah. I don't even say that. Yeah, it's weird. It's, it's changed. Because let me ask weird. you, in high school, in high school, did you use the word slut and whore all the time? Yeah. Yeah, me too. No, 100%. Like, I can say without a shadow of a doubt, like, I used to use that word all the time. Both of those words. Both of those terms all the time. Because it was just, like, it was... It, it was different, and, like, we were... It was a different culture. Again, there was nobody reclaiming the word. I didn't think twice about it. No, because you want to know when I do use it? Yeah. Uh, like, as, like, a prideful thing. That's when I yes. use it. I'm like, yeah. you slut. Like, you slut? Like, good for you. Yeah, like, like, no, I agree. I agree. I use it, and, and I never use it in a demeaning... Like, that's... It, it's, like... It's so different. It's so different now. I don't know. I just found it interesting. It's still a trend. It's still a thing that's happening pretty much every episode yeah it is it's unsettling honestly I feel like this is why a lot of I feel like a lot if I were 20 if I were my age now and I watched this show and knowing what I know if I knew then what I know now I (laughs) would probably not like this show as much as I do watching it now yeah yep you know yeah because now I can kind of I can watch it (laughs) <laughs> like through like a focus of well this was ten years ago yeah and and I it was a different time not that that is that ever an excuse no. it's not excusing but it it's kind of like it, how I watch like yeah. all in the family I don't know if yes, you ever, so yes, something like yes, that yes, like yes, yes, it's yes. incredibly like it can be like incredibly racist but they're also poking fun at racism and you can also so like he'll say things and you're like whoa, whoa. like yeah. no one would be able to say that on TV anymore the more important thing I feel like is recognizing now that it is different yes the fact that we literally sit here and we are now a little unsettled by it I think is kind right. of a step in the right direction whereas so, like, 10 years ago it wouldn't face me at all it wouldn't face me at all even in the slightest I don't remember it having this being this way because I don't think I thought for a second about it no, no. I didn't Oh, my God. But that was a segue. <laughs> a big old segue. This is the episode of segues. The episode of segues. Uh, back to the Eleanor Dick move. How did you feel about this scene of, of, of Serena showing? Let me ask you this. Do you think, because this was a big question I asked myself when I was watching this scene. Do you think that Serena knew she was replacing Blair? 
Because Blair makes all those comments where she's like, what, you didn't notice me on the call sheet? You didn't notice all these, like, you know, big things. Do you think that Serena knew? So I feel like it's interesting because I feel like for someone who should be so much more, like, savvy, Mm -hmm. Serena is kind of dumb to certain mm-hmm. not dumb that's she's not a dumb person but like she's she'll like go dumb to yes. certain things yes when i watched it every other time mm-hmm. like pretty much every other time except for mm-hmm. this time where yes. i like actually watched it and took notes i was totally on serena's side yeah like a hundred percent yeah i don't think that I fully am anymore. Mm. Like, I I don't... It would baffle me how you could actually be that naive. Yes. Yeah, I agree. Because I felt similarly. Because I really sat back and I was like, did Serena know? Did she? And to me, it's like, she must have had an inkling. Like, she must have had an inkling, inkling of some sort that, like, something was afoot here. Like, something wasn't right. Something was weird, yeah, because she... The fact that, especially the fact that Blair is not there. There, yes. Yeah. And they're like, she'll be getting here. And it's like, I don't really know. Yeah, like, I don't think either one of, I don't think that she was totally in the wrong or anything, because, like, who knows? But, like, I definitely feel like she must have known a little bit. Like, just a little bit. The thought had to have crossed her mind. Had to have crossed her mind. She might have ignored it. Yes. But I think you would be, like... You just, I think you'd be curious as to, like, well, where is she if she's not here right now? Yep. Yeah. You know? Yep. <sighs> I feel really bad uh, in this scene. And I, I kind of feel bad for Blair. Yeah. Kind of. Kind of. Yeah, I do. I do, because it, at the end of the day, it must be really fucking hard to be Serena's friend. Yes, that's what I was thinking. Is You know, and it must be, I really feel for her in the scene, because... Clearly, this is something that she grapples with daily, and she constantly is, like, in fear of, like, this insecurity with Serena becoming a reality and her facing it again. Because, like, the idea is starting to pop up that before Serena left, she must have been in a bigger power position or an equal power position as Blair. Like, that is starting starting to sort of creep in. Like, she must have been a competitive sort of queen bee. Right. Um, And so this validates that, you know? This kind of validate, validates, like, her biggest fear of, like, you know, being... That dream in the of beginning. Being, yeah, of be, Serena being chosen over her. Like, this completely brings it to life, and that must be Especially awful. from her mother. From her mother of all places. And I give Serena a lot of credit for, like, kind of yelling at Eleanor. Yeah, because uh, she should. Because it's she weird. should. It's fucked up. It's real fucked up. Like, if you... If the photographer was like, we can't work with your daughter anymore, and you just get another actor... An actor? You just get another <laughs> model yeah. in this case. Yeah. Like, that's one thing. Yeah. But it's really shady to like throw her best friend who you have to have known that something weird happened between them recently like she the bitch literally left left left. so for what six months they said i think so i just don't yeah i don't buy it and Mm -hmm. i don't like it i feel bad and i think I was thinking about, too, after I said it, like, why I think it's hard to be Serena's friend, other than the fact that, like, Blair and Serena are, like, 16, 17 years old, and you're just, like, inherently more jealous Mm -hmm. than, like, just a more jealous person. You, Mm -hmm. like, have that envy quality, especially Mm -hmm. just with, like, 
advertising and television and stuff. Like, you want, want, want yes. for so much. Yes, yes, yes. So when you see someone who gets everything that they want, it must it's really, like, disheartening. Yeah. But I also think it would be hard to be Serena's friend now mm-hmm. at 24 mm-hmm. years old. Like, I don't... Because Serena kind of is one of those friends who, like, floats in her own world. You know what I mean? Like, kind of, it is just one of those, like, coasters through life. I don't know. And that yes. would really frustrate yes. me. Yes. Yes. I do agree. Yeah, I get what you're saying. And not just her privilege. It's, like, everything. I mean, yes. it, is, it, it is inherently her privilege. But yeah. it's, like, she's rich. She's beautiful. She is really fun to hang out with. Yes. Like, it's everything. One of my biggest things is um, having read the books, they describe Serena very specifically in one of the books, it might be the very first, that she's one of those people that walks into a room and instantly all eyes are on her. And that is very true. Like, they carried that over into this perfectly. Like, she's like a light wherever she goes. Like, people, it's like, it's like she's a light and all of us are mosquitoes and we're all attracted to her instantly. Like, she, it's, it, it's this weird quality of hers and that must be so draining. Like, it must be so, so draining to be around her and that that's the effect that she has on pretty much everyone. Right. Exactly. I, and I get, I like, I think I wanted, the reason why I started talking about this is like, I wanted to be like, maybe I'm less of a jealous person now. And like, ultimately, I think I am less of a jealous person. Yes. But if she were my friend, I think you it would be very impossible. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, not yeah. Be a I little even, bit jealous. I wouldn't even classify myself really as that much of a jealous person, but I think I'd have to be jealous around her. You know? She's, I mean, like, the reason why you're friends with her is because she's pretty great. Like, yeah. She's pretty exactly. great. You can have a fun time. Like, yeah. Who wouldn't want... And she also, like, she, she she doesn't, like, not give a shit about other people. No, she genuinely makes you feel like you're cared about. Like, that, like, like she cares about you and she cares if she does wrong and, like, all that sort of stuff. And, like, that she's got this, like, big moral center and, like, that she's just trying her best and all this sort of, sort of stuff. And it's, it's, like... I don't want to say that all that's deceiving by any means because I do think Serena's a good character and she does have a strong, like, moral base to a degree. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's really hard because then it's like, if you don't like her, you're in the big minority. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. So, it's just hard. It is hard. There was a lot to discuss. There, There is, for sure. Did we uh, even hit... Oh, my God. I wrote... <laughs> I wrote Dan is for sure hiding his boner in this scene. This is the first time you catch him, like, watching Serena change. Yes! Oh, my God. Which, I'm sad to say, happens more than once. Yes. Like, it will happen again, people. And, like, oh, Ew. my God. It's so weird. Yeah, it's so weird. But to like, be honest, she's like, silhouette. can I change in front of you? Yeah, so exactly. Not, not to be like, no, no, it's no, her no, fault. Not to say it's her fault by any means, but, like, yeah, and there's this, like, silhouetted image of her, and, like, she's taking her top down, and, like, the whole thing, and it's, like, and he's, like, trying to find focus on what he's saying but she's also changing yeah oh yeah so funny but we also get out of this the first okay interaction between Blair and Dan yeah I really like this scene I do like this scene a lot I think it's the first time that we see that like Dan and Blair could potentially have stuff in common yeah dude even though they are the drastic opposites when it comes to like their social status and, like, what they seem to care about. Mm-hmm. This is the first time that we see that, like, who knows, maybe they have common ground. It's so funny. 
Um, I really like when what is it, Dan's anecdote about his mother. Now I can't remember it. So yeah. Like, but I liked how. I just like the exchange of it all because I think, like, because Bla- it was, like, the first time Blair actually, like, listened to Dan. Yeah. And thought he was, like, relevant. <laughs> yeah, definitely. So that was, like, a comfort to see, yeah. I guess. Yeah. Um, and I liked that, like, Dan was not his usual self. No, he was. He, this did not seem like a pompous interaction. This no. seemed like a genuine interaction. And it also gave us our first look at, um, at at how he really sees the situation that's going on between his his mom and dad, uh, which is, like, that he he literally says, he's like, my dad can't see it, see it, but it seems to be over sort of deal. And, like, we get that from him, but it's the first time that he verbally confirms and you, like, really... he It's the first time that he actually talks about his feelings in a way that's not so, like, ugh! You know yes. what I mean? Not like, oh, what was me? He's well, just like, yeah. this is how it is. This is how it is, and this is what things are like right now, and, like, it's not the greatest. It it, it shows promise for actual, like, not-so-terrible interactions between the two of them in the future, which is, like, a good thing, especially if he's going to be dating Serena. Yeah, you might like, want to also like her best friend a little bit. Like, just a little bit. Or be able to see her. Coexist. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, big thing. Big thing at the end of this episode. This is the first time that we see that Nate's dad might be up to no good. Yes, right. Like, actual, like, not just being the consistent dick that he is, but, like, actually might be doing shady stuff. When I saw, when you you find out, it's like, my account zeroed out. Mm -hmm. It's like, what? And that must be, like, that's never even happened. Yeah, he's never, he's probably never... Not had access to money. Yeah. In his whole life. So I'm sure it must be just like, um, if someone told you you weren't allowed to eat anymore. Exactly. would be like, yeah. what? Huh? <laughs> yeah. Yep. Like, so strange. I, you really, I felt bad. I felt bad, too. No, I genuinely felt bad. Because he also, like, clearly had absolutely no idea what was going on. <laughs> like, was kind of like, was like, yeah, I'll pay you back right now, Chuck. And it's like, what? I cannot, huh? I Who? can, huh? monies? Where did you go? Where? I think he says the amount, and I don't remember it right now. I don't he remember He, like, either. says the amount of money, and I was like, I don't even know if I've... I can't even picture that much money. <laughs> was it, like, 60 grand? Was it more than that? It was more than that. It was more than that? It was more really than that because remember. he... I wrote the was number... Like 200 200,000? Gra- um, I wrote, yeah, wrote 200,000 yeah. dollars somewhere. Okay. And I don't know if that was how much money Chuck bailed him out with, which... Holy shit. Holy shit, Chuck, you are a pretty good friend. Yes, <laughs> Even like, though you have a ton of money, and I know it's probably all relative, that's still a lot. That's a house. Yeah. So? Oh, <laughs> okay. Casual. I can't, and then could you even imagine, like, all of that doesn't exist being anymore? Being zeroed. Yeah, being zeroed out. And then just, just the moment of him being on the phone, and the bank teller being like, oh, we thought you were told your dad moved it. Yep. And, like, the moment of, like, what could his dad possibly need that money for or not have that access of his own, like, does his dad not have money? Why would he need that much money? money? Is there a reason why it's in that, like, that he took it out of that account? Like, would somebody not notice? Like, it's a very shady move. And, like, it all, 
his behavior for these past like what three episodes mm-hmm. totally now makes sense like his sense of urgency yes makes sense. yes definitely he, with all like and because he just he's felt shady yeah and now like there's proof that he probably is there's shady. an actual active shady move yeah and it just is like really because nate like he doesn't even know how to process it like you know when you leave him he's not even like upset he's just like huh yeah he literally like hangs up the phone is like kind of just like staring out and it's it's again it's just one of those things where you're like why what could possibly be the reason for this like are they low on money are they like is he trying to make a payment does he have a problem like is there like what's going does he have like a literally because we were playing poker this episode does he have a gambling problem does right. he have a like what could possibly be the reason that he dip into his son's account i know like and if that's how much money his son has like relatively he should have a lot more money than that than yeah. that so like why wouldn't he be able to it raises a lot of questions and it's definitely the first time that we like we're like oh there is actual wrongdoing happening. happening. Yeah. Yeah. Besides him just being a really shitty dad. <laughs> like other than like, you know, the irreparable damage of like terrible parenting. Yeah. That's and the last thing that I want to touch upon, if you have anything else as well, feel free. But I this ending scene of this episode is one of my favorite ending scenes that ever happened. I I literally wrote that too. I'm I, so glad. I love it. I love the song choice. Yes. I love I love everything about it. I yeah. think it's just so... I, the only, actually, I don't love everything about it. The only thing I don't love are the clothes. Like, I hate those <gasps> Do dresses. Do you? Weirdly, those dresses are really not my style. Like, I think you vouch for those dresses really aren't my style. Yes. But I loved them. I don't know why, but I, I think I just loved Serena's hair. I love this hairstyle that she rocks from time to time where she has, like, the silk headband and then, like, has it half up, half down. Yes. And, like, she just nails it, like, so hard. It's so great. It's so cute. Like, everything about it. They have, yeah. like, the old... Old cab. Yeah, the old cab that references the beginning of the episode. Right. And then they're just like being silly and goofy and like being friends. Being friends. I I think I I said they're basically just modern day fashion bloggers in this. Imagine if they had Instagram back then. Could you imagine if they had Instagram back then? Oh my god. Oh my gosh, seriously. I'm a little shocked that at no point during the series, spoiler alert, that Blair doesn't run like a fashion blog or something. Blair, I know. She should. Like, I'm shocked that that never happens because that blogs were a thing back then. Uh, Because Gossip Girl is supposed to be a blog. Yeah, Yeah, it's supposed to be a blog that they just get text alerts from. Um, Ah, yeah. There's a lot. Oh my gosh. So whose team are you on, Amanda? Oh, boy. Oh, boy. I think I'm Team Blair. Oh, my God. But I think you kind of have to be. Yeah, they don't give you a lot of options. There aren't a lot of subplots this episode. I think the only other team you could be on is Team Chuck. Chuck. And I'm choosing to not <laughs> be on Team Chuck. To be on Team Chuck. I would you prefer Blair. I'm, you know what? I'm going to go Team Chuck because <gasps> let us remember the baseball tee forever. You want to know what? Yeah. <laughs> because let us remember the baseball tank. <gasps> Forever. Oh, my God. Round oh, of applause. Oh, my gosh. And you know what? He does have some good friend qualities in this episode. Even he though does. he's a pretty shitty person, he has he has Nate's back, and he doesn't give Nate shit at the very end of it, which is, like, a pretty good friend move, because you'd imagine... I feel like you'd imagine that Chuck would be like, bro, you should listen to me the whole time, like, and would have been a person that would kind of throw it in Nate's face, and he doesn't. So... 
Yeah. Turn of he events. Made a good team Chuck. He, to be honest, he was the only one who was like stuck solidly to his points yeah. throughout the whole episode. Yeah. And like he sticks to his convictions. It's like you said earlier. He does he knows who he is and he does stick to his convictions. Yeah. This is true. So that should be commended. Oh my gosh. Okay, Amanda, where can our listeners, our lovely listeners, I almost called you viewers because, oh God, that's my life. Because the internet. Because the internet. We are both YouTubers primarily. Um, oh where Lord. can they find you? They can find me on Twitter, Facebook, Pinterest, <laughs> Instagram, YouTube, at yeah. Adventures in Beautifying. Oh, yeah. um, except not on Twitter, actually. It's Adventures in Bia. Because my name's Twitter, when are you going to change that? When are you going to accept the facts? I don't know. Also, Twitter should, like, probably take the the um, the characters that you use for, like, ats and whatnot out of the character count for the 140, because some people just have longer names than others. I'm with you. Oh, totally. so they're gonna. I think that's a new thing that they're implementing. Like That would be awesome. Tech news. I'm pretty sure that is going to be a Really? Yes. Oh, I honestly did not know that. That's a, That would be an amazing addition. I think that is going to be Ooh. Very cool. I like that a lot. Yay. So, Yay. Kristen, where can they find you? Oh, you can find me at all the places, but mainly YouTube at Shut Up Kristen. I'm a 10, not a 10, so K-R-I-S-T-E-N. Uh, you best remember. Uh, so, Shut Up Kristen on all of those places. Instagram, if you want to see. I'm a big old nerd, so I do a lot of cosplay stuff, so you can see all of that on the Instagrams and the Facebooks and all of that jazz. And if you want to find this podcast, we told you we'd remind you, you can find us at XOXO pod on Twitter and on Instagram and be sure to check that Instagram for that Chuck T cause it gonna be there it gonna be there and though all this glory I think uh, we should just like it should be like a white it should just like come up every so often in our feed oh yeah it could be like our theme it could be <gasps> oh my god <laughs> yes I love it. I, I love, love it. Oh, never forget never just forget. never forget the wardrobe for the show Oh, it's, it's everything. It's beautiful. It is everything. Oh my gosh. And thank you so much for listening. If you want to, like, keep on hearing these podcasts and you want, like, other people to listen to them, which you should, you should want this community of XOXO Gossip Girls to, like, just grow, uh, be sure to, like, give us a rating and subscribe. Do all that sort of stuff. Yeah, click that subscribe button, review us on iTunes, write, yeah. write those words. I mean... I'd like them to be nice words, but also we're like totes here for constructive criticism. Yeah, no, 100%. Like, we, we go on tangents, we ride those segues, and like, if, if it's getting too much, just let us know. Just, yeah, let us know. Just, That'd be great. That's great. And refer to us just as A and K, because in the the, the classic, like, uh, Gossip Girl way oh, of yes. like B, S, J, etc. Yes, we only go by our first we initial. We only go by K and A. So. Oh my god, we should have been introducing us. I know, we should have ah! been! Oh, from now on, guys, we, we gotta... Oh gosh, yeah, we've made mistakes here. It's alright. Oh, we We're learning. Go. We need to go now. Oh, alright. Alright. You, you know, know you love, love me. me. XOXO. XOXO.